Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Always appreciate you taking the time to tune in. You can hit me at fullcountchaos at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos. All the good shit. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just hit me up. Hope you all had a safe 4th of July weekend. As I'm recording right now, I still hear the fireworks. And I'm recording really late at night. Always reminds me of Pump Up the Volume. I'm going way back. Christian Slater. Always be in his basement doing the radio show late at night. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? You know, he'd always have that the uh, uh, late night vibe in his basement. Who knows who he's talking to, but he knows people are tuning in. But the 4th of July, again, hope you are safe, okay? Because drinking fireworks together, you know, why the hell not, right? Drinking and lighting shit on fire. Those can definitely be some good times, and those can definitely be some shitty times. You know, people walking up to you be like, why do you only have four fingers? I'd be like, I never told you the story. Drinking and fireworks. Now, I was bummed out because everywhere that I normally go and watch fireworks, or everything was canceled. The parades were canceled for obvious reasons. I did go to a barbecue. There's four of us. You know, we're just trying to do our part to stay safe. And I did go to a parking lot. It was a grocery store parking lot near me. And you've seen those tents where they say fireworks, but obviously in the state of Maryland where I live, the good ones, the big bad motherfuckers, those are illegal. But I still thought it would be a funny gag if I said, all right, I'm going to go in this tent, spend some money. And I spent a shit ton of money in that place. You know, I just thought it'd be funny where I was going. We go in the backyard, we let off some of those fireworks. I was quickly reminded that they <laughs> there's some shitty ass fire they're not even fireworks they're just sparklers with like extra gunpowder sprinkled over them and i spent the big bucks i spent one it was like a, a 10 pound barrel and i'm like all right here we go and i light it and it's just you know powerful sparklers that go off for about 15 minutes <laughs> i'm like man that money went down the shitter And anyone who says drinking and lighting off fireworks, stupid shit, you know, as long as you're careful. Uh, If you drink, that's no excuse if you do something dumb. Yes, it is. I have a scar to prove it. Uh, I was in my late 20s. It wasn't too long ago. I had a Roman candle fight with my brother-in-law. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. Who was about three years older than me. We're all adults. He's like in his 30s. I'm in my late 20s. And we're hammered. It's a 4th of July weekend, and we thought it would be funny to shoot Roman candles at each other as we're running away, you know, trying to shoot and run at the same time. And I got burned, of course. Yeah, no shit. You had a Roman candle fight. So anyone who says uh, there's no excuse if you were drunk, if you were drinking, you should know it was stupid. No, because if you walked up to me right now while I was sober and said, hey, let's have a Roman candle fight, wouldn't happen. I'd say, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not going to let you shoot at me with a Roman candle. But drunk, it's a completely different thing. Different situation, sure. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Jackass. And also, by the way, uh, last week I had an email from Aiden. He is uh, out of state, but he's an Orioles fan. He wrote in, talked about why he became an Orioles fan back in the day. 
Says he went to an Orioles game, and Cal Ripken walked up to him, shook his hand, thanked him for coming, chatted with him for a little bit. And uh, he did mention that his hot stepmom was standing next to him. So I kind of made assumption that, yeah, that that's probably why Cal walked over and said hi. It's, you know, you don't really see ball players take time to walk up to kids sitting in the stands or standing there all the time. But anyway, so he wrote back, tuned into the episode, and he said it was definitely his stepmom, <laughs> the reason Cal walked over. So I think Aiden's coming to his senses being like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't because, you know, a little eight-year-old was wearing an Orioles cap. And he said, hey, there's a good fan I want to talk to. Aiden says his uh, stepmom that day was wearing her purple short dress with fake boobs and blonde hair. Well, Aiden, look, he meant well. You know, he didn't. He could have just walked up to her, winked, and kept walking. But he took the time to talk to you. Though it would have been funny if Cal walked up to your mom, stepmom and started talking. And you're like, hey, uh, Mr. Ripken, I'm a big fan. He's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, your mom and I are talking. Let the grown-ups talk. And I wonder if you would be an Oriole fan right now. But hey, you know, don't don't take it so hard, uh, Aiden. You're a fan of one of the of, of the best team in the majors. And I appreciate you writing into the show. And we always, uh, Oriole fans, we, we, we need to all stick together. Regardless of the reason you're an Orioles fan, at the end of the day, like I said, you are an Orioles fan. So, oh boy. Uh, anyway, a lot has happened in like the past 48 hours with the Orioles starting their spring training. And it also seems like every hour, seeing on Twitter a new player who's opted out. So we're going to go over that. A lot to go over. Love to hear from you guys. Anything on your mind. But before we move forward, do want to remind you the sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return to late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play. And BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day. So check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. And one more thing, want to remind you, last week I announced that Manscaped.com is back, has joined the show. Listen up, man. Start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. No more snagging the bag. You don't want to snag the bag. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower, too. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Now, I'm going to hook you guys up. Listen, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, so it's finally starting to feel... Like summertime, you know that we got the 4th of July uh, baseball has started, got the Orioles starting their spring training, chapter two, try it again, take two. Uh, Last week, I actually personally know people who tune into the show every week and it, you know, whether I know you or not, means a lot to me that you tune in and why the fuck would it matter whether I know you or not. But anyway, so I have people that text me and and they were actually had a few texts. You know, a phone call. It's always weird now, you know, when you see your phone ring and it's someone you know. 
Some people get freaked out about that. Like, dude, just text me. I, I don't mind it. But anyway, they were asking me, like, hey, you had a really negative attitude about baseball starting. What, what's with that? And I and I guess I didn't listen back. I Maybe I was a little more negative than I should have been. But I, there's just so much bad news. Bad news and sad news in 2020. And I always expect it, you know. I want baseball to happen so bad uh, I, I guess I didn't realize how negative I was coming off of, with being like, you know, this isn't going to happen. So many people are going to get sick. And so anyway, you know, I, I, I'm always negative when I watch sports. You know, if, if it's it's we're down, Orioles are down by one, bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, two outs. I'm the guy that's going to go, he's probably going to strike out. And I'm working on that. I am. So if I sounded a little too negative last episode, I apologize. Uh, all right. So we're going to move on from there. Uh, the All-Star Game is now canceled. And I, I kind of had a feeling. I'm sure a lot of you had a feeling that that was going to happen. Uh, Dodger Stadium will now host in 2022. The Braves still in 2021. So there you go. I'm a big fan of the All-Star Game. I thought it was pretty cool how now they're micing the players up in the outfield, interviewing them <laughs> while they're trying to focus. Shag down a fly ball. That's kind of cool. It's always fun seeing the, uh, the best, best of the best of the best play each other one night. Uh, again, the Orioles summer training has started, and hey, listen up, folks. Guys like Evan Phillips has now joined the team, and DJ Stewart is now at 100% and is ready to play. And I do see that gif of DJ Stewart a lot now on Twitter. <laughs> and it's not just Orioles fans having fun. That poor guy. And you know what I'm talking about. You know the play, the play where he dived an hour and a half before the ball dropped and then hits him in the head? Oh, God, that poor dude. But I see that uh, uh, every now and then. You know, even when it's just some rant, like, it doesn't even seem like it's a sports fan. It's like coming into Monday, like, and then it's DJ Stewart. (laughs) The ball hitting him in the head. But anyway, uh, Chris Davis spoke out. And I saw a photo of Chris Davis posted the other day. God damn, that dude's a giant. Like, this whole downtime. He wasn't just hanging out, watching TV, playing uh, PlayStation. He was in the gym, pumping. Looked like he was wearing a size medium shirt, so maybe he's fooling everyone. But here's what Davis said the other day. He said, if you happen to get the virus and you're doing everything the right way, that's one thing. But if you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing and you get sick, then you're going to have to answer to a clubhouse full of guys. And he said, unless I was going to be a high-risk guy, there was no thought of opting out. So Davis is telling, basically telling players, don't be stupid. Don't go to the club. Don't go to the bars. Don't go to the strip clubs. Just stay the fuck in your hotel room or house or wherever you are and be safe. Don't be dumb. Wear a mask when you go out. So he makes sense. And then he uh, just wanted to also remind everybody, look, he's not going anywhere. He's not going to uh, opt out. And there's been no Oriole players that have opted out. And if there was going to be one player, I thought maybe it would be Chris Davis, maybe Alex Cobb. You know, Davis is going to be, he's set, he's good, rest of his life, good to go. So, you know, to chant something like this with the virus scaring the hell out of a lot of people. And there were a good amount of players that right now have said, I'm out, I'm done, I'm 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 not chancing it. So I thought if there was going to be one player on the Orioles that would do it, I thought it'd be Chris Davis. But he says, nope, I'm going to play. And before everything shut down in spring training, it was 7 for 15. 
with three home runs, nine RBIs during spring training. So hopefully he can carry that over. The guy looks in shape. And I also saw some photos that were posted of the stadium having a like a, a green border wall or net or something around the outside of the stadium. So it almost looked as if on purpose they didn't want fans to stand around the stadium and watch. <clears throat> and, of course, you're going to get all the hate all over Twitter of fans being like, you know, fuck you, not letting us come watch. I'm not, I'm not watching you guys on TV. I love it, seeing those kind of posts. You know, just everybody angry. Why would you block us out? How are we? What if we want to walk up to the stadium? Listen, you jackass. If you were one of them who was pissed off, they're doing that due to COVID, the virus. All right. Not I've noticed in the past few months, not everybody is on the same page of how much uh, I guess fear they have of this virus. I do. I have a lot of. I'm I'm still concerned. There's no vaccine. There's no cure. And people are still going to the hospital. Apparently, people are still dying. You know, a lot of you hear hear me say this and you're probably rolling your eyes. Yeah, I still wear my mask everywhere I go. But I have a good feeling they're doing that because they don't want any reason for people to gather around. You know, I mean, they're not going to have fans at the game. Aren't you mad about that? Instead, you're getting mad because they put like a, a border around so fans can't stand around. They did that because of the virus. What do you think? They're just doing that because they're dicks? You know, if it was any other year, any other season, they wouldn't do that. I mean, look, when uh, the Orioles played with no fans years ago, or a few years, I say years, a few years ago, they didn't block off so fans couldn't watch the game. They're just trying to stop. They're, they're, They're obviously doing this so crowds don't gather around. But anyway, so... You know, I, that didn't bother me. And um, <laughs> I just saw a lot of people. They were so angry. That's what Twitter is. You know, it's like 99% anger on there. Oh, well, I still love it. Twitter's great. So I talked about it last week, a little bit about the uh, Orioles schedule, uh, playing 40 games in the American League East, 20 games in National League East. And it's been basically, uh, quote unquote, confirmed that the Orioles have the strongest schedule it's kind of like, yeah, no shit, because they're the Orioles. No matter what their schedule is, it's going to be tough for them. It's probably not going to work in their favor. So, yeah, I can believe that they have the toughest schedule. Now, Fangraphs.com, I, I think they have their shit together. I'm a fan of them. I like to log on, see what they have to say, and obviously they have uh, 2020 strength of schedule, Baltimore Orioles as the uh, toughest schedule. Then they have the Marlins, Mariners, Giants, Rockies, Philly, you know, just going down the list there. And then they project the Orioles of getting having 19 wins. Just reminding myself of, you know, obviously our division and then the National League East, their roster, some of their pitchers in there. It's kind of like, all right, all right, I said 20 to 23. Maybe, I, you know, if it was 19, 18 wins, maybe even 17, probably by the end of the season, I'd go, all right, all right, I, I, I get it. I see why that happened. But Fangrass, they have the Orioles winning 19. They have the Blue Jays winning 27. They have the Red Sox winning 30. And then they have the Rays and Yankees, only two games behind each other. They have the Rays finishing with 35 wins and the Yankees finishing with 37. So they have the Yankees winning the division. Orioles losing the division. (laughs) Whoa, way to go out on a limb there, Fangrass. But that's who they have. And then for the National League East, they got the Braves winning 34. They got the Marlins winning 24. So they have the Marlins winning five more than the Orioles. 
And then they have the base, basically the Nationals and the Braves battling it out. They they have them both 34 and 26. So I think it's funny. I, I you know people say, hey, it might be an advantage for the Orioles to have 60 games. I, I don't know why you would think that. Just maybe because we've mentioned before where it seems like the Orioles always kind of in the beginning of the year they they have that little hot streak and everyone goes, oh wait a minute. Are they going to be good? And then, you know, like a month later, they're like, oh, no. No, they're not. Never mind. Never mind. So maybe <laughs> taking off about 100 games of the season, that will benefit the Orioles, I guess. I don't know. So are you going to have any event for opening day coming up July 24th? We're going to get to see the Orioles on TV. Well, July 23rd, we're going to get to see a couple games, you know, Yankees and Nationals. But are you going to have, you know, a couple people over, maybe wear a mask? You know, look, we all know we're all starting to kind of get a little loosey goosey with seeing family and friends and little uh, parties. They went on with the 4th of July and a lot of people they're hanging around. So I'm wondering with opening day, people are starting to get brave. Are you going to be throwing a party? Are you going to a party? And uh, my buddy did invite me over. He's having like a big barbecue party. He invited about 100 people. Again, I'm still a little like, no, I'm good. You know, if it was maybe like three or four of them, I might have done it. But he's like hiring exotic dancers. <laughs> he's, he's like having like a 12-foot uh, uh, liquor luge or what, uh, what What the fuck you call it? Just a luge, right? I haven't, I haven't uh, used one of those in shit like 15 years. But he's getting a huge one. It's going to be uh, shaped out of a baseball. <laughs> it's like three stories high. Oh, well, good for him. Probably won't go to that, knowing how many people are going to be going. But I am super excited with the season starting. And again, I'm not trying to be negative. Okay, the only negative I'm going to bring, I guess I'm uh, sitting there talking about how I'm not going to go to a big uh, shindig for the opening day. But come on, you know, there's got to be people on my side there that, that understands and would do the same thing. But teams are allowed to have up to 60 players active between their main site and a secondary site, which for the Orioles is likely to be at Bowie's Prince George Stadium. They're going to use that secondary site when it's ready for minor league depth. Now, you know, the Orioles, if you didn't hear, have signed outfielder Heston Kersteb, the uh, obviously second overall pick from Arkansas. In case you didn't know yet, uh, if you didn't know his stats, 448, 513, 791, 30 for 67 with five doubles, six home runs, 20 RBIs, and 19 runs in 16 games before shutdown. So not too shabby. Mike Elias called him the best left-handed hitter in the country. I mean, what's he going to say? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's not the best. <laughs> you, you better say he's the best left-handed hitter in the country because you picked him for your first pick in the first round, second pick. But anyway, Richard Justice from MLB.com, MLB Network, says that kid's ready for the big leagues right now. He says this kid is strong, and his bat-to-ball skills are fantastic. He goes, I know he's the best left-handed hitter in college baseball. says he and Rushman will be ready by 2021. And hopefully we'll see, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to see Rushman here in 2020, because who, who the hell knows what's going to happen this season and how they're going to juggle around players and who they're going to bring up. But I'm glad to see and read some things that are getting me excited about Kirstead because it was hilarious seeing people's reactions and their posts and the texts I was getting and the tweets and all over the place about wh- what the hell do the Orioles just do? <laughs> 
I saw people going on Twitter live and they were all uh, in, a, in a chat room and their reactions, they all just, they basically had a look on their face. Like uh, Mike Elias stepped to the mic and was like, we are leaving Baltimore so we will not be making a pick this year in the draft. So it was funny, but the more and more, again, I, I wasn't, I didn't know too much about the kid, but the more and more I'm learning about him and watching the highlights and reading into his stats and who he is and, uh, you know, all the uh, the numbers and the analytics and everything coming out about him, I'm like, hey, it's a pretty good fucking pick. And having uh, two left-handed big power hitters, not including Chris Davis, talking about, uh, obviously, Kirstead and Rushman coming up, man, that'd be great to have. In Camden Yards in that stadium, to have two power left-handed batters in the lineup? Come on, let's go. You know, and Kirstad, he was asked if there was any chance he'd return to the University of Arkansas for his senior season. He says, no way. Once you get drafted, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. To be the second overall pick, that's something you dream about your whole life. And it was my time to move on from college baseball and start my journey into professional baseball and see where it takes me. It's funny, like 20 years ago, you'd see sometimes parents would be like, well, we uh, try to talk him into staying in school. (laughs) Now you see the money. Well, you know, maybe 30 years ago. I mean, even then, the money was pretty outrageous. But 21 years old, uh, 5.2 bonus, which is well below the slot value. Now, to be that age, that amount of money, even now, even, even the age I'm at now, to have that much money is insane. And, and being 21 years old, being in college, being a junior, you're basically like, fuck this. I, I don't need to finish school. I'm good, right? <laughs> you hope. That's why anytime I see these young athletes who have a shit ton of money who make mistakes, like, you know, getting in a fight in a club or a DUI or just acting up doing stupid shit, they get arrested. Sometimes they're like, yeah, no shit. And I'm not talking about violence and the you know shit like Ray Rice said. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm just, you know, acting like a young person going out partying, having all that money, and you fuck up. It's like, yeah, no shit. Because if I had that amount of money now, I'd probably go out and do some stupid shit. <laughs> so I can see why Chris said, like, yeah, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> see ya. Junior year of college is fun, but I'm out of here. And it was kind of cool seeing the video that was floating around. Richard Blyer was pitching to Richie Martin. Uh, it was either today or yesterday. And I've said it since day one. I'm a fan of Richie Martin. I really hope he works out. Hope he hits the gym. Gets some power behind that bat. Gets the average up. Other than that, he's fun in the outfield. He's fast. And uh, if he can get that average up and get some power behind the bat, hey, let's go. Continue to be a fan of Richie Martin. So, you know, also that's going to benefit the Orioles. I mean, we keep seeing these players that are opting out. And we're seeing... Players from the Nationals, who we were going to uh, see this year in the 60 game. Joe Ross, starting pitcher for the Nationals, concerned about the health. He opted out. Uh, Mike Leak, Diamondback pitcher. I'm just going down the list of who I've seen lately who's opting out to play in 2020. He's His main concern is uh, health and family. Ryan Zimmerman, he is opting out. He made it a point to say it's just all about health concerns. And uh, he has a mother with multiple sclerosis. So he's, you know, obviously worried. He's sitting pretty with cash flow. No need to push it, right? Uh, you know, I already said Joe Ross. Wellington Castillo, we remember him. Used to play for the Orioles. Has opted out due to um, health concerns. Tyson Ross, free agent. And, 
you know, his dad, I was reading, he's a, his dad is a doctor and his mom is a nurse. So, you know, I'm sure they're kind of giving him a little bit of advice saying, like, you might not want to deal with this because we're seeing this shit firsthand. Uh, Felix Hernandez decided to opt out. He says he wanted to protect himself and his family from the virus. Then I just saw on Twitter, David Price, he will not be pitching in 2020 season. He says, I'm out too. And then Ian Desmond, he says, I'm out this year. And he had a little more to say. It wasn't just about health reasons. Here's some of the stuff uh, that he stated of uh, reason why he wasn't willing to come back right now. He says, think about it. He goes, right now in baseball, we've got a labor war. We've got rampant individualism on the field. In clubhouses, we've got racist, sexist, homophobic jokes or flat-out problems. We've got cheating. We've got a minority issue from the top down. One African-American GM, two African-American managers, less than 8% black players, no black majority team owners. He goes, perhaps most disheartening of all is a puzzling lack of focus on understanding how to change those numbers, a lack of focus on making baseball accessible and possible for all kids, not just those who are privileged enough to afford it. And he ends with, if baseball is America's pastime, maybe it's never been a more fitting one than now. So Ian Desmond giving some heavy words, saying, look, here's what I think, and right now I'm just going to take a step back and not play in the middle of this shit show. So there you have it. Good amount of players that, uh, and and again, as the days go on, we might see it. I mean, right now I think it's like 1.2% of players in the majors have tested positive for for, uh, corona. And, you know, it it could be more and more as the days go on, and then more players are going to be like, look, this is not worth it. I'm probably only going to be in the league like a year or two, and I've already got a billion dollars in my account. Why the fuck would I want to push it? And I don't blame them. If you're good to go or if you're you're worried that you're going to get sick or you could, again, die. I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole about the virus again because we're so fucking sick of hearing about it. But don't blame them. You got a lot of money in the bank. You're good to go. Just sit out. Whatever. But it's incredible. It is incredible to see the comments pertaining to Ian Desmond's comments and all these other players that are opting out of just seeing, uh, again, Twitter. It's a fucked up world. I mean, Facebook, all of it. All of it is. But it's incredible to see the hate in people's hearts, the shit that they say. I mean, they dig deep. They want it to hurt. They want the person to see their tweet and make sure that they know they are a disgusting human being. You are awful. So a lot of those comments going around. And, of course, the comments Ian Desmond made turns into uh, politics and all sorts of shit. But anyway, so, you know, I'm reading all that shit show, getting elbows deep into that. What's also incredible is this cancel culture shit. It is. I'm not talking about the cancel culture of, look, if someone's out there being racist or being evil or homophobic or, or trying to bully someone just because they're a different race or whatever i get people going after those people being like you you stupid fuck what are you doing um whether someone makes a a, a terrible remark on social media do i think that their life should be over and they should their their uh, uh company should fire them and off they go no because people make mistakes but you know it, it's all you know that's a tough conversation to have because it depends what they say but what drives me up the fucking wall when i say cancel culture is it almost seems like, and I'm seeing this every day, all day, and we're only talking about sports. I'm not talking about I'm going on CNN or Fox and reading comments. 
This is just baseball. And the shit that I'm seeing, like, if, if you disagree, you can disagree respectfully, all right? You can throw a couple F-bombs in there and call someone that, you know, a piece of shit if they're arguing, whatever. Okay, that's just being mean. But, man, it seems like if you disagree with the majority of people, they're coming after you. <laughs> it's rough, man. They are coming for you. And who's they? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Cancel culture. Man, oh, man, are they coming after you? And I think they're coming after uh, Barstool right now. And I don't know the comments that he made. I, I keep seeing shit floating around about five years ago and stuff he said. And I, I don't know if he, did he say the, the N-word or something? I have no idea. But it, apparently there's people trying to bring down Barstool, which is <laughs> I doubt is going to happen. But again, I don't know what they said. But it just seems like if you have a different opinion than the majority of the people in that room, they're coming for you because you're wrong. And if you don't agree with them, they feel that you are being completely disrespectful. It's it's crazy. But so what, what's crazy exciting is obviously baseball, July 23rd, 24th. And I said uh, last week with the, the uh, Nationals and the Yankees playing each other, hey, it'd be great if both lost. And I don't know which one I want to lose. Look, of course, it'd be the Yankees. They're in our division. You know, if the Yankees losing, the Orioles win, that's a great day. So, yeah, I'm probably going to root a little bit for the Nationals. I had some people text me, what do you mean you, you don't know which one to root for? You always want the Yankees to lose. I know. I was just caught up in the moment talking about how much I dislike both teams. So, you know, it's just me on the mic. Sometimes I don't realize what I'm saying, and I need you guys to reach out to me and Remind me, what you said was fucking stupid. Like I said, every week, I want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Can't wait for the games coming up. Can't wait to go over every week of how the games went, what they did. Talk a little bit about Gary Thorne, Jim Palmer. Can't wait to hear those voices again. So look, you know, it's it's uh, it's happening. It's happening. We had the July 4th weekend. We got baseball coming up. It's feeling a little bit like summer again, hopefully. But like I say, love to hear from you guys. Till next time, see